0: You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising autistic children. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now instead of staying stuck, wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question. And Not Your Average Autism Mom is the answer. My name is Shannon Urkiola. And I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 166, Perseveration Puzzle, Helping Your Child Shift Gears. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast podcast. I am your host, Shannon Urkiola, and I am thrilled to be here with you today for episode 166. Today, we're tackling a common struggle many parents in the autism community face. And that is when our children get stuck, right? Seemingly unable to shift away from a particular behavior, which that could be a vocal noise or an activity or a thought. You know, I received an email from a parent asking for help and I want to address it head on. And I thought this was the perfect place to do it. But first, a quick reminder, make sure that you've hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform and be sure that if you haven't left us a review yet, if you find our content valuable, take two minutes to write a review your feedback helps us reach more families who can benefit from these discussions. So let's go ahead and dive into this issue. Perseveration. It's a term that we often hear in the autism community. But what does that really mean? Well, simply put, it's the intense focus or fixation that leads to repetition of a particular behavior or a speech pattern or an interest so why then do our children on the spectrum struggle with this well it's tied to the unique way that their brains process information you see individuals with autism often have difficulty with flexibility and shifting their focus they thrive on routine and predictability and any deviation can cause them to quickly become dysregulated. And this might manifest in different ways. Maybe they're fixating on a specific subject, or maybe they're becoming overly anxious about an upcoming event or a change in their normal routine, or even a change in people. And I think it's so important for us as parents to understand that this is part of their neurological makeup. And it's not just a deliberate choice. And I'm sure as you're listening, you might be thinking of a specific scenario where your child gets stuck in an action or maybe repeating a phrase, or maybe they're just fixated on U.S. presidents and they find it difficult to transition away to something else it might, you know, manifest, like I said, it might be a behavior, it could be uh, scripting, it could be their focus on, you know, the, I don't know, the Minecraft characters. Think about it like this. It's like, if they start something, and not necessarily even doing something, it might even be a thought, and then they struggle to bring it to an end. It's like a person who doesn't know how to finish a conversation, right? They just go on and on and on. This is often labeled as fixations or compulsive behavior, stereotypic behavior. All of those terms share the common challenge of difficulty ending the chain once it's set in motion. And honestly, this is a hallmark of autism. And many parents in our community experience it on a daily basis, whether it's an obsession with a particular TV show, uh, you know, an instance where they have to follow the same routine every day or an overwhelming focus on a specific topic. These manifestations are incredibly prevalent. The thing is, I believe that understanding why this happens is key for us. Our ability to shift from one activity or thought to another is an executive functioning skill of the prefrontal cortex of our brain. For many children on the spectrum, their executive functioning skills can be weak, making it challenging to smoothly initiate implement or stop a behavior once a behavior gets started especially if it's a repetitive pattern that feels good to them transitioning becomes a challenge and to shed some light on what perseveration might look like let me just share an example from a mom in our private membership her son who is not quite a teenager recently became fixated on a specific video game character. He talked about it constantly. There was repetitive discussions on and on. He drew pictures of it and everything he did throughout his day became fixated around that character. It became his world and he was stuck. And as a parent, It can be challenging to navigate these intense fixations and addressing them requires patience and understanding for both your child and you. And as parents, we have to equip ourselves with strategies to help our children navigate through these fixations. So now let's talk about what can we do to help our children shift away. Right. Transition to the next thing. One approach is to incorporate the fixation into their daily routine in a controlled manner. So, for example, if your child is fixated on a particular TV show, think about scheduling specific times for them to watch it, providing a sense of structure. You might want to use warnings or visual timers. Some kids are hyper focused and respond well to a reminding sequence, right? Or a clearly defined start and stop time. Jordan does really well with a clearly defined start and stop time. Give reminders like five minutes left, three minutes left, one minute left. And depending on your child, Some children respond well to using visual timers or picture schedules to help them transition. Another thing include yourself in the activity. So for behaviors that are compulsive or perseverative, consider including yourself briefly in what the child is doing. Turn it into a we do activity to draw their attention away from the fixation, because when you do this, it helps ease the transition before redirecting them to something else. Again, establish a concrete ending to the sequence. So for instance, if they're engaged in a repetitive behavior, set a clear stopping point like counting to 10 to signal the transition. Another helpful strategy is to gradually introduce new interests or activities. Steering their focus towards new experiences can help broaden their interests and reduce the intensity of their fixation. It's all about finding that delicate balance between acknowledging their preferences and gently encouraging exploration or stretching them outside of that fixation. You might wanna try a gentle touch combined with verbal cues, right? A quiet word and maybe softly touching them on the arm can be the interrupt they need to jar them from what they're stuck on. And it's so interesting to me how this tactile stimulation seems to work in breaking that neurological feedback loop, right? Some children struggle because the activity, again, doesn't have a clear start or stop time. Follow it with a preferred activity. For children that have a really difficult time getting unstuck, what if you follow the behavior with something else that is really a preferred activity, making it more motivating, and it helps with them being willing to cooperate. Between, you know, our children's tendency to hyper-focus on something of interest and the difficulty ending one activity to move on to the next, we must understand that part of perseveration is a challenge in brain functioning. Getting stuck in a neurological feedback loop often requires assistance in transitioning. You're going to find much more success in the long run when you practice ways to ease the transition rather than directing them to just stop right now. And because I know how important this is, I want to be sure to talk about coping strategies for you when perseveration is happening at home. It can be challenging. I know, but taking care of yourself is equally as important. The truth is when perseveration takes center stage in your home, it can be emotionally taxing. This is one of Jordan's biggest challenges and what seemed like a constant companion for him and me. And I know how emotionally draining it can be so it's essential for you to take care of yourself as well and take breaks when you need them also make sure you give yourself grace and compassion understand that this is not a result of your bad parenting it's just another part of this autism parenting journey one powerful tool is to just pause and recognize that it's okay to feel overwhelmed in this moment. You're not a terrible parent. You are human. And trust me, there were many times I thought I was losing my mind. Next, reach out to your people, your support network. Having that, you know, is an invaluable asset along this journey. Share your experiences, talk about strategies, because just knowing that someone else understands can make a world of difference. Also, make sure you have a consistent self-care routine. Whether it's taking a walk, joining a happy hour with friends, or simply enjoying a quiet moment, prioritize time for yourself. And let's not forget the power of communication talk to your child's therapist teachers caregivers work together to come up with effective strategies that might work for your child collaboration ensures a consistent approach to managing these behaviors across different environments and before i wrap up i want to thank monica she's the mom who reached out thank you for sharing your struggle and asking for help you are not alone and together we can navigate these challenges and support our children and i want to again emphasize that perseveration is a common aspect of autism and understanding it is the first step towards supporting your child and i want to leave you with this thought Embracing autism and neurodiversity means embracing our children for who they are. Perseveration and all. And look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a journey filled with challenges. But I promise there are also incredible moments of joy and progress to celebrate along the way. With lots of patience and the right strategies, you can help them navigate through these fixations and encourage their continued progress and development all right my friends i hope these insights and strategies have provided some guidance for those challenging moments and as always thank you for spending a little time with me today and please if you found this discussion helpful make sure to subscribe and leave a review and share it with others who may benefit. That's how we reach more families like ours until next week. Remember above all you mama are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to ask you to take a minute and write a review. That's how we reach more moms just like us, and that is how you can pay it forward to help another mom who might be struggling right now. I also want to invite you to check out our Not Your Average Autism Mom membership. That's where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become not your average autism mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be. So head on over to the website, www.notyouraverageautismmom.com, to find out all the details. And listen, if we're not open for new members right now, make sure you join the wait list so you're the first to know when we open. We hope you do. We would love to work with you inside.